as we mentioned before, the whole Kyrie Irving situation, uh, New York City put in a mandate, vaccine mandate, that you need to be vaccinated against COVID-19, have one dose or else you cannot enter or participate in any large indoor events. And that that rule pertains to the New York Knicks, to the New York Knicks, excuse me, at Madison Square Garden and the Barclay and the Brooklyn Nets at the Barclay Center and any other teams within the five boroughs of New York City. And this affected the Brooklyn Nets because Kyrie Irving is currently unvaccinated and the Nets ruled him out, banned him from the team saying Kyrie cannot join the team unless he becomes a full-time participant, meaning that he either has to get vaccinated or wait until the mandate drops. Or I believe from what I've been told that he was going to file an exemption. I don't know if that exemption got denied, but if it did, he either has one of those two choices. And I'm going to say for what I have to say last because I want everybody to you know give their uh, thoughts about this because I know there's going to be a very long discussion and it is late. <laughs> so what do you guys think about this whole Kyrie, New York City mandate, Brooklyn's decision to, you know, kind of, you know, put him away from the team till now? They're still going to pay him for his away games, which is pretty good. But what do you guys think about that, that whole Kyrie Irving, New York City vaccine uh, fiasco? Who wants to go first? Oh, listen, here's, here's I will actually. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, go you ahead. want to go ahead? Yeah, because I can make the point real quick. I think you know. What I mean, my point. You guys, um, I'm gonna re- refer to the uh, talk that smoke podcast. Like my view hasn't changed. It's like I do. You know, I am for the vaccine, but I'm not for threatening people's livelihoods to get it done. And remember how I was saying, I don't know how you make that happen. You know what I mean? I've seen recently where um, they were saying that uh, federal employees have the option of getting vaccinated or getting like a weekly test to prove that they're COVID negative. You know what I mean? I think personally, if it comes down to a uh, situation where you're paying somebody $36 million, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. But this, you guys said this is a New York thing. Though. This isn't a, an organization thing. Right. No, it's a it's a New York mandate. They have the they so, have they put that in. They said Kyrie has to. They have to be dose. vaccinated. They're yeah. not giving them the option of test yeah. at all. No, I mean I'm I I guess I'm down with him. You know, standing up for us. if it's a principled thing. I'm got you know I, I got a lot of respect for him standing up for his principles. I don't know that I'd be able to do it. You know what I mean? Over something that is is on. This whole thing is so unquantifiable. Like we have objections on both sides. We don't know what's in it. We don't, we don't know if it's good for us or bad or, or not. So for him to make a definitive stand like that, right or wrong, I do respect the fact that he's willing to put that kind of money on the line. You know what I mean? I respect that. You know, And I really can't say much about it because although I am pro-vaccine, I'm still pro-choice. I can't be pro-choice and, and say that I'm against what they're doing in Texas with the, um, you know what I mean, with the abortion laws. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm pro-choice. I'm for, I'm the closest thing to a liber- libertarian that I know, you know what I mean? And I think that, um, well, you have to be willing to take the consequences of your choice. And I think we talked about that on the other podcast. You know? Yeah. And that's where I stand on it. I, I, it's, it's sad. It's unhappy. Because ultimately, it ain't even Kyrie, because he's already a millionaire. The Nets are still going to do good regardless, we talked about. But um, it's the fans that suffer. You know, they want to see Kyrie play, and they're, they're going to be the ones suffering, and that's you know what makes it sad. So, so here's my take on it. You know, um, yeah, 
I, I, I agree. Regardless of what anyone's vaccination status is, or whatever, you know I mean, I, I do, I look at it from, I try to look at it from both sides. And I say on one hand, it's like, okay, you know what? Um, I don't want anyone telling me I have to get an injection of any kind. But on the other hand, because yeah, it's it's my my body, my choice. Women have been saying mm -hmm. this for years and they have every right to say that and feel that way, you know. Um, and I don't believe that anyone should be making that that decision for someone. Uh, but on the other hand, and looking at it from the other side, this is a place of employment. You know what I mean? He's not playing at basketball. He's not, he doesn't have a multi-million dollar contract because he he just wants to play pickup ball. All right. He is employed by this organization. And the flip side of this that a lot of people aren't always bringing up or as often is that your place of employment has rules that they set in place. You know what I mean? Yeah, a pandemic is unprecedented. Vaccines, you know, man, vaccine mandates and things like that is not unprecedented. It's happened for years and years. It happened centuries. But the 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 point that I'm getting at here is that when you're working somewhere, right, you sign a, you know, if you if you get hired and say, well, you know, they they're saying, listen, we have a zero tolerance for drug use. You can say, well, I work here Monday through Friday. I'll do what I want to do on the weekends. You can't get coked up on Sunday night and then get mad that you you get a random you get subjected to a random drug test on Monday morning and your employee comes the employer comes down on you. You know what I mean? You still broke the rule. Yeah, it's your right to do it, but there are consequences to exercising your rights sometimes. I don't think he's going around complaining that he's um being, uh, it, it's, I don't think his, his stand is that is as much that he, uh, doesn't, uh, feel the vaccine is, is safe as much as he doesn't want to be required to get it against his, his, uh, you know, his wish. You know what I mean? That's what I think this, his stand is, you know, and I do think it's unfair that, uh, people are ridiculing him the way they are, um, and and let's let's face it, this wouldn't happen to any team's 16th guy on the bench. You know what I mean? He's a high profile, he's a superstar player in this league. You know, with that, you know that old saying, with great power becomes uh, comes great responsibilities. I, I think I'm quoting it correctly, but you know, it, you know he he has the position, the power, the platform to advocate for certain things, but they have to be. I don't want to say justifiable because that's all subjective, but they have to be at least, um, you have to have a good argument to say, you know, to, to say why you're doing what you're doing other than, you know, I just don't want to be told what to do. And, and, you know, I mean, the, the next ownership, Josai is a big, uh, you know, is a big pro vaccine kind of guy, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, and, and this is, you know, his contract is to play games. And they're to play games for this organization, and rules are in place. If he if he doesn't, you know, if you don't like the rules that are in you know in place in your employer, at your place of employment, 
then you'll have to deal with those consequences. You know what I mean? But to your point, Kane, it's the fans who lose out. It's the yeah. these Brooklyn, New York fans who for 41 games can't see one of their three, you know, one of their superstars. What about the kids who who uh, you know who who uh, buy his jerseys, buy his sneakers, you know what I mean? Who want to go see Kyrie Irving play, you know what I mean? And now they can't, you know, they at least not here, you know, and that's that's not anyone's fault. I'm not saying that to say, oh, shame on the Brooklyn Nets organization or shame on Kyrie. I'm just saying there's a lot of moving parts with this. Um, yeah, pro-choice, I'm I'm all for. But when you make your choice, you got to be ready for the consequences of your choice. Yeah, same point, pretty much. Yeah. Um, Kyle, you hit it right on the nail. Um, you know, for me, um, I'm a team player. And in a time like, you know, what's going on now, everything's uncertain, you know? So I can understand the hesitation. Personally, I'm not vaccinated. I wear my mask everywhere. I don't really go anywhere, but if I do, I have my mask on. And if it's really that serious, I have on gloves. But, you know, back to the topic, when it comes to vaccinations, you know, Kyrie, it's his choice. But personally, I'm a team player. And he knows what Brooklyn wants to do this year. I mean, we just had a whole 10-minute, 15-minute conversation about it. So, you know, it's like, for me personally, I'm not condemning you for taking your position with vaccinations and wanting to have that choice. But I am questioning your loyalty to your team and your loyalty to the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, every NBA legend and legends of today, LeBron, Russell Westbrook, KD, Steph, they all talk about, I play every game like it's my last. It's a mm-hmm. privilege to be on the court. Yeah. You know, I, I, I want to be on this court. And so what I'm, whatever I'm going to do to get on the court, it's, it's what I'm going to do. And for Kyrie to say that he loves the game and he wants to be a part of the game, honestly, for me, you know, if if you love it, you're going to do what you got to do. And that's my stance on it. You know, you're going to do what you got to do and you're going to bite the bullet. But it's okay. You have your choice. But then, then obviously it's itself over over what you say you really you, you really love and what you're trying to achieve. You, you you were you were paid to play basketball, but you're paid to help us win a championship, man. You know what I mean? You're not paid to to bring what you're bringing. And we mm-hmm. saw James Harden the other day. He was very real in those two words. I haven't talked to him, but he was very irritated. You can tell he was irritated. Like, yo. I, I just want to play ball. Like, right, I just want right. to play ball. You right. know, so I'm not condemning him for the choice. You, whatever floats your boat. I, I'm still on the line. But you have a team, man. You have a team, and mm-hmm. they're going to do well without you. But it's going to be hard for you to sleep at night if you don't have that Larry O'Brien, you know what I mean, at the end of the season. And if it's not hard for him to sleep at night, if he doesn't win, if the team doesn't win, then 
you know, he's got to look himself in the mirror and and say, okay, well, you know, how much of that was due to my absence, you know, but you, you, yeah. you, you're, you made a great point. You know, he, you know, you, it's about commitment too. It's about teamwork. This is not about you. You know what I mean? You can't say, oh, well, I'm, I'm playing with two other superstars, but we're going to make it work. We're all going to share. Some of us will have to take a step back. So it all evens out and it works for the whole team. And then, you say, well, you know, it's about me. I'm, I just don't feel like doing it. I don't feel. And the other point is real quick. He long before any pandemic, he would, you know, he took time off to, you know, but long before manda uh, mandate, excuse me, he took time off for a while. And, you know, part of the time, well, most of the time, no one even really knew why. Now, you know, you know, you, you question if there was any time to question a man's commitment to the game, and his team, it would have been during that time, you know, but that's all I got. Oh, all right. Um, number one, the Brooklyn Nets are not winning the championship without Kyrie Irving. That's fact. They're going to be a really good team, but if they make it out the East and have to face the Lakers, they're going to miss Kyrie Irving because LA got all that firepower. Brooklyn, I feel like KD and Kyrie can only, uh, KD and James can only carry them so far. Uh, here's my thoughts about this whole thing. It, 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 and I'm not attacking, not going after you guys. I'm so pissed off that anchors and sports analysts like Stephen A. Smith, who's been on the front of the bash Kyrie, feels like there's like a bash Kyrie agenda on social media. We have people call him selfish, calling him egotistical, calling him a flat earther calling pretty much calling him stupid because of his stance and his opinions on the vaccine. I'm going to read you what a selfish person is. So if Kyrie Irving is selfish, he committed $1.5 million of his own salary to support WNBA players who opted out the 2020 season because of COVID. He donated $200,000 to Beyond Burgers to NYC Food Bank. Selfish persons, I didn't know selfish people donate $323,000 to combat food insecurities during the COVID pandemic. I ain't no selfish people bought George, bought George Floyd's mama house. I ain't no selfish people bought 200 kids in New York City gifts on his own dime. I ain't no selfish people gave nine scholarships to nine students on his own dime who attended HBCU's universities. I ain't no selfish people gave 100 book bags to teens and young adults for school in uh, Newark housing shelter. I ain't no selfish people do that. Stephen A. Smith went on a whole rant for the past week calling Kyrie. I mean, I, the, the, Kyrie hasn't even said nothing about him. But this is what Stephen A. Smith called Kyrie Irving selfish. Yeah, he got his call. was kicked off the show. Jamel Hill said this, pretty much said the same thing about Kyrie Irving. He's selfish. Yeah, she got fired from ESPN after tweeting Donald Trump is a white supremacist in 2018. Said, oh, well, you can speak out, but there's consequences. Well, you should know, Jamel Hill, you got fired from ESPN after you tweeted out your own and spoke up against Trump. Skip Bayless said the same thing, called Kyrie Irving. He's selfish, blah, blah, blah. He's a fat author. He has no sympathy because 700,000 people have died. Yet, he said in our quote, I have no sympathy when he was talking about um, Dak Prescott. I have no sympathy for him going public when I got depressed. I suffered depression ever since COVID. After Dak was open about his mental state, after his brother committed suicide, he said that live on air or undisputed. Colin Coward, I watched the herd every single day. Colin shitted on Kyrie for the whole week. 
Yeah, he got fired at ESPN back in 2005 for saying, I never bought into the baseball, just to, that baseball is a complex sport. It's just too complex because of the, the sport it has a whole bunch of Dominicans in it. Joy Reid, who's an NBC anchor, she went after Kyrie today. I watched that. Basically saying, well, you're misinformation, you're informed, you're not smart. Yet she tweeted some homophobic stuff back in 2018. Don Lemon, who's on CNN, who's, who's anchor. Went after Kyrie. Yeah, he's going to court for sexual charge assaults um, allegations for a man in NYC. My whole point is this. Don't throw stones in your glass house when you have your own agenda. Now, listen, has Kyrie said some questionable things before in the past, like the earth is flat? Yeah, he was joking about that. But to come out and, and vilify a man when he has a choice, and the, really the issue is not between him and Brooklyn. It's between him and New York. Brooklyn does not have this mandate on him. It's New York City. The Nets and the Knicks just have to comply because guess what? They play in New York City. So there's no issue. There's no beef between Kyrie and, and KD and James Harden. It's between Kyrie and the New York City mandate. And so Kyrie seeing everything was going on with the COVID vaccine, regardless of what we think, listen, I'm not vaccinated. I don't plan on getting vaccinated. Good thing the job I work for will not plan on getting vaccinated. I believe, you know, I'm pro-vax. Everybody had to take the vaccine to attend school, right? Kyrie went on his live saying, I'm not anti-vaccine. I'm upset about all these people getting fired over the mandates, which people are getting fired over the mandate, especially in hint hospital workers who were seen as heroes last year for working tirelessly. Now, just because they don't without a vaccine, now just because they don't want to take a jab, they're getting fired left and right. So then we calling Kyrie uneducated, blah, blah, blah. Kyrie, take the vaccine. 700,000 people have died. Listen to the science. Okay, Kyrie listened to the signs and I took some notes because, you know, I was learned to sort, uh, cite my sources when I get information. So video I found on the internet when Dr. Fauci back in March 8, 2020, did an interview with 60 Minutes about the mask. He said, there's no need to be wearing a mask when you're in the middle of an outbreak where the mask might make people feel a little bit better and it might even block a droplet, but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. Couple weeks later, he says, everyone needs to wear a mask, masks are protective. Then he said, wear two masks, then we're back to one mask. Then after that, when the vaccine came out, was available to everybody for free, Fauci came out and said, in fact, if you're vaccinated, you are protected. You do not need to wear masks indoors or outdoors. Then after that, a couple of weeks later, changed his stance and says, even if you're vaccinated, you should still wear a mask. So Kyrie receives that, okay, more information I found. Cause you know me, I like to do my research. The CDC director, Rochelle Walensky, came out and said this after the vaccine came out, vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. It's not just in critical trials, it's also real world data. Then after the whole thing that came out in Boston, came out and changed the stance again. Data we've seen from international, from, um, international colleagues, especially in Israel, have demonstrated a worsening of infections against vaccinated people over time. And as I said, that came out after 74% of the Boston infections were from vaccinated people. Dr. Fauci just said the same thing. He was doing a Q&A that I watched. You're protected from getting infected. Yeah, you're protected from getting anybody else infected if you get vaccinated. So Kyra received this from the, from the top doctors who are telling us, hey, we're in a pandemic. We found something. Take this. It's going to protect you and me. And, and yet, it is feel like we have vilified this man for having questions but he's not allowed to have questions. When people have said one thing that the experts were supposed to listen to, they say one thing and then they flip flop and they say something else. So why is that? 
just because you don't have a doctor degree does not mean that you can't ask questions. Everyone has, and, and, and I love this comparison when people say, well, you know, when you go to the doctor and the doctor prescribes you a medicine, you just take it. I'm like, yeah, but I also have the choice not to take it. And I live with that choice. Like if I have a headache, doctor gives me aspirin. I don't have to take the aspirin. I could just go to sleep and sleep it off the next day. I'll feel better. Um, I had a high ankle sprain. Another example. My doctor said, hey, listen, this is really bad. I think I'm going to, you're going to have to get surgery. I was like, really, doc? He's like, yeah. I said, okay, I got two more opinions from other doctors. They said, I don't have to get surgery. So my point is, is this. Kyrie's seen all this information online. And it's okay to do your own research. You don't need a doctor degree to do your own research, especially for something that's going inside your body. Yet we vilify the man for having, for asking all these questions. And it's like, we, he can't have a voice. Like, it's funny how we praise Colin Kaepernick for sacrificing his NFL career for the social injustice, especially with the Black Lives Matter movement, police getting killed at a proportionally high rate. We praise NBA athletes. We wanted them to speak up especially what happened in George Floyd down in the bubble. We praise that. We say, hey, you have a voice, speak up for the voice of the voiceless. But we shame them when they want to speak up for themselves and other people's voices that aren't be heard. So I, I, I just don't understand where, where this is gone. Why are we vilifying a man that has questions that a lot of people are not answering? They're just belittling and brushing his questions to the side. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they haven't answered the question. I haven't seen it. But out of all the sports shows that I watched, it's just say, yeah, Kyrie, you're a fool. fool. Everybody who was first, um, they said that, well, you know, the people who first told you to shut up and dribble are now the ones praising you. Yet you are the people who are telling them, hey, Kyrie, shut up and take the vaccine. We don't want to hear your voice. I, I, I don't understand it. Maybe I, I just, maybe, maybe I, I just didn't do my proper research. This is the last thing I'm going to say. I looked at the NBA's protocols. Fully vaccinated people, avoid regular testing, can sit in locker rooms, eat meals with their teammates, travel together, don't have to quarantine, all do that stuff, unless they come, unless they show signs of COVID-19. Unvaccinated people have pretty much had the same restriction they had last year. They have to stay home, can't avoid, um, can't go into high-risk settings, restaurant, bars, clubs, venues, or any large door events, and they still have to quarantine. But yeah, ask CP3, Devin Booker, Jalen Brown, Al Horford, Damon Lee, Jeremy Lin over in Shanghai, and Brandon Goodwin, who all were vaccinated yet still tested positive for COVID. Brandon Goat actually had blood clots. He went on a Twitch live I saw, had blood clots after receiving the vaccine. And yet the and then the Atlanta Hawks said, yeah, listen, don't tell nothing about that. So it has been proven that vaccinated people still carry and spread the virus. But yet vaccinated people don't have to get regularly tested. And the rule doesn't make sense applying to New York City. So you mean to tell me Bradley Bill and BJ who are unvaccinated? They could come into Barclays and Madison Square Garden and spread the virus. So everybody, they have to quarantine. Because even if you vaccinated, you still have to quarantine. That's the NBA's rule. You still have to quarantine for 10 days. Jalen Brown's in quarantine. Al Horford's in quarantine. I don't know what you guys think. I, you, I, know, I, you know what the, the thing is here, right? We're talking about the vaccine and the constraints of the NBA, right? And a lot of everything, what you're saying, every bit of research you did, which I applaud, by the way, that was astonishing. Because some of the, a lot of that stuff I didn't know. But you got to think, the same people that are criticizing Kyrie now are the same 
uh, same people that were praising Colin before. You see what I'm saying? If we conflate these two things, Kyrie, again, it goes back to personal choice, personal decision. I make a choice not to get vaccinated. I'm pretty much disrespecting me and the people around me. Kyrie is, we talked about how it wasn't right to, to judge Nicki Minaj, et cetera, et cetera, for the things she says on her beliefs. And it's not. Maybe, you know what I mean? I'm not Joy Reid. I'm not saying all this stuff. But when you find yourself aligned with Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, and people of that stripe, and they're on your side in an issue, you might want to think about the message that you're sending out. You know what I mean? Because uh, I tell you right now, I don't want to agree with Tucker Carlson on anything. You know what I mean? But like I just saw him today praising Kyrie Irving's thing. And the reason why this happens is because it's not just a health issue. It's not just a basketball issue. Whether we like it or not, the, the, the pandemic and the vaccine have become a political issue. You know what I mean? And they're going to manipulate both sides. Liberals and progressives, I mean, I'm sorry, liberals and conservatives are going to manipulate that. You know what I mean? Because they're all talking in a vacuum. One side's not talking to the other. Yep. You know what I mean? I don't want to give equal weight to what Kyrie's saying to Tucker Carlson. I just don't want to do that. I don't want to see somebody, I, I, you know, I, I'm a Kyrie fan. I don't want to see him sitting down at the table with Tucker Carlson mm. or with, heaven forbid, Donald Trump. You know what I mean? So for him to be on that side of the issue, it's he had to know this was going to become, become bigger than basketball. You know what I mean? And every, all I'm saying is that he, 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 you can't, we can't be that naive. If we're talking about, all right, we don't want the vaccine because we have our own reasons, our own principles, blah, 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 right? That's great. I am, I've never downed anybody, you know what I mean, for making a choice as long as they're willing to accept the repercussions of their actions. But this is a political thing. So of course the left media is gonna take it and run with it, frame it how they want. And the right media is framing how they want. You know what I mean? But the minute Kyrie says anything about Black Lives Matter, Tucker Carlson and then turn on him. That's how you know these are the wrong people to align yourself with. You know what I mean? I, I you know, but Kane, don't you, you think that kind of that's going to be perceived, man? You know? Don't you think that like that just kind of goes to the hypocrisy because when they when the right or left media say something that they agree with, they're like, oh, we're going to stick behind the sign. I stand with Kyrie, but then when he says Black Lives Matter, oh no, Kyrie, I, I can't rock with that. And, and, shut up and dribble. And, yeah, yeah, and so and I said this on on talk that smoke. The vaccine would not be so political if politicians weren't passing laws making it a political stance. If New York never had a mandate about this. Kyrie will be eligible to play. It's not like this is a Ben Simmons where he just doesn't want to show up. Ben Simmons did not want to show up to training camp to play with the Sixers and Joel and B. He made that personal choice and he understand, okay, Ben, you don't want to show up. There's no vaccine mandate here. We're going to find you because that's in your contract to play for the Sixers. You don't have to play for the city of Philadelphia. You play for us. We pay you. Philadelphia doesn't pay you. We, the Sixers pay you. If there was no vaccine mandate, Kyrie would have had no, this would not even be a topic of discussion. All right, and so I, now that's a, yeah, that's a different, all right, show of hands, right, between the, the, the five of the four of us, I'm sorry. Who's uh, anti-vax? Who's anti-mandate? Yeah. That's it. We're not, that's right? the point. So that and is I, the point. Yes, you know? we're anti, we're not anti, and he even said it. Kyrie said, I'm not anti-vaccine. I'm just against the mandates because people are losing their jobs over this. People haven't lost their jobs before. 
when Kyrie signed his contract to play for the Brooklyn Nets, there wasn't a clause saying, hey, Kyrie, you have to be vaccinated against COVID-19 to play or show us your vaccination papers. Hey, Kyrie, sign on the dot line. We're going to give you all this money because you're a very talented basketball player. We're giving you $186 million because you are a freaking talented player. So That's let me, it. So let me ask you this because you just mentioned something really interesting there. And I don't know if this is going to put a spin on anything, whatever, but, you know, you say that he's his stand is that he's against the fact that it's mandated and a lot of people are losing their jobs over this. Mm-hmm. He's not going to lose his job. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's one thing to say, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to do this or whatever, but you're still getting paid more than some people will ever see in their lifetime, even if you lose half of it. You know what I mean? Even if you don't get paid for the 41 games, you can't play in New York. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, yeah, I, I thank you for standing up, you know, for, you know, voicing, my, you know, giving a voice to this, to little people, but you're not really in the same boat as me. You know what I mean? So that's where, that's where, when you just said that, that makes me think, you know, that, that, make, that gives me that perspective. You know we I mean? could also say the same thing when he was standing up for us during BML. Like, yeah, Kyrie, you're probably not going to get killed because you have a whole bunch of security. You're a known famous person. Thank you, because like me, like Devin, and maybe like you, Kyle, especially when we get stopped by police, our hearts start racing because we don't know if we're going to get out of this situation alive or dead. That's why we praised. We wanted those athletes, those NBA players to speak up because we don't have a voice. They do. Kyrie said, I want to be the voice of the voiceless. There have been people that have gotten fired, he said, that I just be like, hey, I'm taking this stance with you. Now, whether if Tucker Carlson, if that gets to Tucker Carlson or the right, you know, wing Republicans to agree with them, that wasn't his attention to have Tucker Carlson aside. But if they agree because if it's the agenda, oh, well, I don't think Kyrie is a Tucker Carlson fan, but he's saying, you guys wanted me to speak up for you when you had no voice. I'm doing that. Yet when I'm speaking up for other people who are losing their jobs because of this, who have worked in healthcare for 20, 30 years, who were working last year, Tarsley, without a COVID vaccine. Now, this year, the job says, if you don't get it, we're going to have to let you go. Thank you for your 20 years of service. That, that, that That's kind of fucked up, if you ask. No, I, I, I agree you know with that. I, mean? yeah. I agree yeah. with and, that and, point. And, and, and again, that. I'm not mad at you guys. I'm mad at the media, I, especially I, when you have black analysts, Stephen right. A. Smith, Shannon Sharp, Kwame Brown, and I don't want to turn this into a race thing, but Kwame Brown said said this, and it finally opened up to me. We have people on air, our skin color, attacking us because we don't have their same stance. Nobody attacks other people like viciously like us, like us black people do. And I don't know why that we do that. Like, yeah, you may not agree with Kyrie's stance if you're a pro-vaccine, whatever. Okay, that's your choice. You may not agree with it, but you, hey, understand it. You can't say, well, this is Kyrie's choice. He didn't really have a, a choice. There's only one choice. Either you play basketball or you don't. All he knows how to do is hoop. What yeah, else does he know how to do? Like us, and and it's not you guys, but it's mainly those. Yet. It's mainly yeah. Stephen A. Smith, Shannon Sharp, those guys right. who at first were singing Kyrie's praises last year. For, wow, Kyrie's doing all this great work. He's a great man. They're saying Kyrie's stupid. He's a selfish fool, egotistical. He's a flat earther. He gets his research on Reddit. What? Yeah, but remember, this ain't they're, they're older. Remember, the, the, those are older. The, they're old heads, you know, and not not to come not to come at them, but their mentality is: you do what you got to do to get your check. You know what I'm saying? Stephen A. Stephen A. Kind of, you know, I mean, 
he kind of makes first take about him. That's why I don't watch it anymore because it's like, you know, get over yourself. That's why the ratings you know? are down too. Yeah, it's like get over yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like it's all right, chill. You know what I mean? But um, they're from that mentality, and me as well to a degree. You know what I mean? If Kyrie didn't have the money, if he was living check to check like these families he's trying to advocate for, he would have to be vaccinated or else he wouldn't have no money. Okay, let's just be real about it. And so for me, when you're, if you want to be the voice of the voiceless, you got to represent those voiceless. Those voiceless don't get to take a day off because they don't want to be vaccinated. Okay, and if they aren't vaccinated, yeah, they get laid off and things like that. But you have the choice. You have the choice. So when it comes to representing people, why does Kyrie have the platform in the first place? Because he is a great basketball player. He is philosophical and he has a lot of knowledge in his head. But no one was thinking about that before he was drafted from Duke. Okay? He made his platform being on that basketball court. And so for me, I'm not calling him selfish. I'm not saying that he should. He should have the choice to do whatever he likes. But he needs to remember where he came from and what got him the voice that he now has. It's his game on the court. His game on the court, people had respect for him because of his game. If he was a Jared Dudley, Jared Dudley came out with a book. We haven't heard about it since Andrew Drummond talked about it. Okay. I, so, I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, let's just be real about it. You know what I'm saying? So we listen to what he has to say, not, not because he's this, I mean, just because he's a philosophical guy, but because he's a savant on the basketball court. That's why we ha- he has our attention. And that's why we're, we're fighting for him and having this discussion whether he's going to get vaccinated or not because we want to see him on the court. So thinking like that, in terms of somebody that's thinking of you have to do what you have to do, I'm going to say yes. And the overall grand scheme of things, you know, personally, if I was in this position, I will get the vaccine, but I'm not going to condemn you for having a choice because, quite frankly, if you were knocking on my door telling me I had to take a vaccine and I was sitting on a, on $186 million every second I'm breathing, I'm good. You know, I'm not going to really have a, an argument about it because I have grounds to stand on. But if I'm somebody that has to really support my kids or support my family, it's peer pressure almost. I mean, realistically, it's peer pressure. So, you know, it, you want to represent, but you also have to be realistic, you know, to me. But that you shouldn't be condemned at all. It's your choice. Yeah. The thing yeah. is, he made the choice to make, make his denial public, right? Am I getting that wrong? You see what I'm saying? Now, once he brought it into the public square, it was going to be public regardless. Well, also, they had, well, he had to make it public because when yeah, he was in that media day, it, it was, was like, well, Kyrie's not in not in Brooklyn. Yeah. He was in his yeah. home, yeah. I'm thinking, yeah. like, yeah. East Orange, New Jersey. And it was like, True. Kyrie's unvaccinated. True. So, yeah. to me, but, again, so it was I was going to be public no matter what. Yeah, right? oh, yeah. I get, I get it, right? So, yeah. he knows that. 
So you you yeah. just got finished finish saying Devin and, and, and you were. I was like, he's not stupid. I don't know anything about him. I, the first time I heard about the flat earth thing was recently myself. You know what I mean? So I don't know anything about how he thinks. But I know that he was smart enough and talented enough to become an NBA all-star, right? So he had to know this was going to come. Like he had, and I'm just saying, if this is the consequences of it, he's got to live with it. You know what I mean? He right. made this choice, you know? And he, and he said it. He said on IG Live, he said, Look, I know the consequence. I, I just think that they just need to do away with this mandate. Like I said, the, the rules itself contradict each other. Like NBA doesn't have a vaccine mandate, yet California, New York does, and it only applies to home teams. And home home teams, even if you're vaccinated, that has been proven. They came out and said, yeah, you can still transmit the virus. It doesn't stop it. So somebody, so next thing you know, scenario, Brooklyn is in the NBA finals with the Lakers. Comes out, they say, you know what, we're just going to do a test to make sure everybody's fine. Then the whole, the whole roster has COVID. They got a quarantine for 10, 15 days. What, what, did, what did that solve? Because we're, we're in, the, and I, I want to get out of this pandemic so bad, but we're, well, this is supposed to be a teamwork. What teamwork is it good if the medicine don't even do its job it's supposed to do? So I was like, damn, everybody got to go quarantine for 14 days. You're going you're gonna to postpone the finals for two weeks until everybody's healthy? It, it just... Then it, just it, it re- really... reframe the argument, I think. You know what I mean? Like, we're talking yeah. about everybody is, is anti-vax. Maybe we should be talking about people that are anti-mandate. You know what I mean? I'm I think anti-mandate. That should be the... Yeah. Yes. That's it. That's it. And I and I'm anti-mandate. I'm anti-contradiction. We had, you know, officials coming out and say, well, there won't be a vaccine mandate. Joe Biden said it quote for quote. I don't think this, this should be mandatory. I wouldn't make it mandatory. Chen Paskey of the White House press secretary said there would be no federal mandate. Look where we are now. Again, I could go on and on about this, but it's getting late. I, I just hate people attacking this man's character because he's asking legit questions and they're not answering it. They're just calling him a flat earther and He's retarded and he's stupid, but well, okay. You know, he's he's not the first uh, public figure to be ridiculed and criticized, and he won't be the last. Whether whatever career we're talking about, that's that's that comes. That's the unfortunate part that comes with having such a huge platform, and it's it's but, sad. Uh, yeah, it, but it's, it's it's yeah. You know, yeah, but when you're, when you're up there, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to deal with it. You're gonna have to have thick skin when you're in the position when you're in a Kyrie Irving position. That's all. And, and here's the right. thing, when when NBA players or, or professional athletes try to clap back at those people who get paid to make opinions about them, they don't like it. They're just like, how dare you talk about me? Oh, then then don't if you can't handle heat, don't don't be in the kitchen. That's all I gotta say. I just add, add more stuff, but Thank we you. could we could talk about this another time. I'm just you say, Well, you're defending Kyrie. Yes, because you don't have to have a degree to ask questions about things right. when people have gone on air, have been contradicting themselves. And I have a list that I, I, we could be here all night. Yeah, people well, have yeah. decided to have been contradicting <laughs> themselves. Like, literally. And Kyrie's like, wait a minute. You guys have said one thing, then you do the next. You guys said one thing, that said the next. So I was like, watch, you lose that lack of trust when somebody tells you they love you and then they go ahead and cheat on you. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna just I'm gonna just leave it at that. I just, just I, I don't I'm not here for the Kyrie slander. Man is a, is a great great basketball player and is a great uh, philanthropist. So you know I don't think any of us disagree with any any of this main point, these main points. Man, you know? Exactly. Yeah, I just right. think they need to stop calling everybody who does is back. I got two very close friends that are vaccine hesitant. They yeah. want to ask questions. They want to know more about. Them. I love them and I talk you know crap to them privately. I wouldn't drag them publicly you know what i mean but and the only reason i talk crap to them is because i want them to be safe 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I made that point like I made it before. But as far as it being in the public square, it gets turned into politics and it gets misrepresented. I don't want to be told what to do either. 